I'd like to welcome everybody to Clergy Talk Podcast, The World Wants to Know. Today on this episode, I have Christy Martin, and she's going to give us a little testimony about what she experienced during a church split. And with that being said, I'm going to turn the floor over to Christy Martin. Take it away. Uh, hi, yes. Um, my experience in my church, I was uh, part of a non-denominational a church in a small town here in Wisconsin, where I'm from. And um, I came with no church background. Um, I uh, was attracted through outreach um, from the church. It was a small church plant. Uh, we, we met in a little room in the village hall until, you know, we went into the local school gym. And it felt like family because it was so small. Right. Um, we were very uh, uh, close to each other. And I think that's what endeared a lot of us that came early mm. to to the church. Um, and I was part of the membership for 14 years. As we grew, we built our own building and we used the building for child care. Um, I was employed by the child care center. I eventually became the administrator and the director of the child care center. So though I wasn't con I wasn't considered uh, um, part of the pastoral staff, I was part of the eldership of the church. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. And then uh, basically, I mean, there's there's always so much more more in in a split than just one thing but the thing that really sent everything splintering was that uh we were outgrowing the building we were in and there um it, it was a decision between trying to keep putting money into the property that we were going to eventually not we you know we wouldn't be able to sell it for what we were putting into it right and looking for something else. And the small town we were in, the school had built a new high school and the old building was sitting empty. Mm. And they were they were having a hard time uh, uh, finding buyers for it because it was a very old building. There was a lot of updating that would need to be done. Right. And so they, and the, our lead pastor, senior pastor saw it as, as a sign that they were so willing to to work with us they sold it to us for wanted to sell it to us for barely anything mm. Mm. and it was a huge building that we saw we were very big on outreach we were very big on serving the community and we we all of the those of us that were leading different ministries could just see all the possibilities right right, right. and yeah and so um, there was a split because and there there was a, a, a section of membership, and I'm going to say this lightly, <laughs> um, tended to be the ones that had the pocketbooks mm. that could see, all they could see were the problems and the costs. And you know the different issues that were going to need to be dealt with in certain periods of time and i personally feel like they felt like all all the, the church was just going to constantly be asking them to write checks for it 
And so now, like I said, there was a lot, there's a lot more uh, insidious, you know, stuff that nobody was paying attention to that led up to that point. But by the time we realized what was happening, our senior pastor even, because he was close to retirement age, and he felt like a lot of it was personal to him, mm. um, decided that he thought if he could get everybody off of their opinion of him, uh, that they would start looking objectively. And so he announced then his retirement. Okay. And in the midst of this, hoping that it would cause everybody to calm down. And ultimately, it was too late. They tried to, um, we were part of the Great Lakes Baptist Conference, and they tried to bring somebody in to kind of mediate through right. the congregation. Right. But it was, it was like, it was not early enough. It was already too late. The people had hard hearts on both sides. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, and we were not a big church. We were a membership, a membership of, I would like to say between 100 and 120. Okay, okay. And so that's, I mean, that was part of it too, because a lot of people felt like we weren't big enough to go to, to jump forward that way. Mm. You know, they felt like we were taking more on than we can chew, that we should stay where we are for a little bit longer. There were so many different opinions and people started breaking off into groups and they started announcing secret meetings and it, it it got really toxic really fast and personally <laughs> i i am a bit sensitive uh, i because i i came i came in with no church background this is my first right. experience right 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 um uh, I had seen i had been go, i had gone through a divorce during my life with that church so they had been a huge rock and support for me. That senior pastor was like a father to me. Right, right. Um, they had done so many things. They had given me vehicles and just loved on me. Um, and so I, it was, it was like watching something happen. I was in a unique position. I didn't want to. I felt like a child in a divorce because I, I my jaw was just dropped you get you know you, people say things they don't mean and then their pride won't walk them back right right and it was just devastating um this was four years ago okay um and it wasn't that i mean i i still i stuck with the senior pastor and his wife left they they brought up the associate pastor. It wasn't a brand new pastor, mm -hmm. but it had been splintered. And so we had just a fraction, but we moved forward with the building. It still happened. Um, but something like I and I and I I put on a brave face and I and I went, but people I loved that left, it felt like um I couldn't un I couldn't understand what had happened. They they felt the way they felt. Mm. We disagreed on things, and it was almost too hurtful to stay in contact with them because I couldn't understand why why this went down the way it did. Um, I I I feel like I tend to I 
because it was my family, I'm sure that were other there were other people in the congregation that didn't feel quite as intensely or strongly. Right. Some people, it's, it's just church. You know, I just go on Sunday. If I I don't like whatever politics or whatever's going on, we just go find a new church. This was my family. Right. So right. it felt like members of your family choosing not to have to do have anything to do with you anymore. Wow. So um and after and after that like i had i i've uh closed myself up it was like i didn't want to keep getting new family members and risk rejection right right and and so and a lot of us did a lot of us sorry the siren went off <laughs> um a lot of us um that were like core always involved in everything it was very hard to deal with and i started watching people just kind of slip away mm. until i mean there were new people coming but um i i left simply because it was it, it wasn't the family i had and right, i have right. not and i have not been able to my relationship with god is not different but my relation, and, and that was a thing for me because I had intertwined those two too. My relationship with my church family and my relationship with God, um, I thought were the same. And this really rocked that because I, you know, I had to look at how I felt, you know, how things were going and if I still believed what I believed. And I still believed that. Between that and some of the things that have been going on, in the faith community due to all the politics of the last few years. Mm. Um, I have not, and COVID, you know, there's not a whole lot of indoors, there haven't been a whole lot of indoor services. Right, right. Um, but ultimately my husband and I are kind of like, okay, we need to, we need to get back into a, a fellowship, but we just have not. Right. So right. It, it took, it took me about a year after that split when I just kind of, said I can't do this anymore it was like it just didn't it was hurtful to walk into that building and so I just kind of slipped out and I haven't been back and nobody has called asked mm. where I am you know and so I it's 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 that's what I mean I, I mostly kind of compare it to being a child in a divorce that was right. just kind of like collateral damage like what is going on here why is this causing you know the issues that it's causing for this to happen um yeah so basically let me so make sure i understand what's going on it was a group that went to the new building right mm -hmm. yeah uh, another group started another church or they splintered off and started going to different churches in the area, okay. like trying okay. different areas. Okay. One, the thing is, part of it was it wasn't like one major thing was that one of the members of the pastoral staff was part mm -hmm. of this. Mm. He he had started expressing concerns and didn't keep it within the pastoral staff to kind of work out. Okay. He he started airing things at small group Bible studies, which then got wheels going. And so he, that was the first thing they addressed. We have a pastor-led church, right, or at the right. time it was a pastor-led church. Mm -hmm. And so 
and everybody kind of knew that if you did not agree with the way the pastor was dealing with things that's just what this church was like you know there was no i mean granted not like he he ruled with an iron fist he took everything into account but part of it was you know the belief that you know this man was called by god um we we didn't have a problem with anything being done so far you know and then all of a sudden we weren't going to trust him on this you know so and it, this it was a very young pastor when he it just started a lot of gossip and that's what really did it so when they confronted him on it because he called everybody in the church asked for forgiveness for his behavior that he didn't handle it well but you could tell that he wasn't he didn't mean it mm. It was like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this because they're making me do it. Right, right, right. Wow. Wow. And, and so, yeah, and it just, it, so many relationships just ripped that were so deep because you, you, you feel like, you know, people at that point, you know, we weren't just, just show up on Sunday people. We were like every day of the week, we had youth group kids, youth groups for the community. And like I said, when you're a church that small, everybody's doing everything. I did. I, I ran the daycare. I helped with the youth groups. I also did the soundboard on Sunday, you know, everybody was doing everything. And so it just, it, it was pretty traumatic. Wow. Okay. So you had a group of people that splintered off and joined other churches. Mm-hmm. You had another group that went forward with the new building. Yes. So how's the new building doing right now? Do you know? Um, they've well, and that's the thing. God has been faithful. I've been very happy for them and what's been going on. Um, they've been growing. The because um, I stepped down from the child care center, I was getting burnt out between right, right, between right. the split and just the the work i was getting burnt out um and so like i said i haven't but they they have community groups because there's a high school shop all i mean the school bought all brand new everything so everything was left in the building so there's like wood shop materials and things and um so they started a group just to get people to come in the doors that would not ordinarily you know, they're put our put, you know, put off by church to do something that's not considered churchy, but to do it within a group of people of faith. Right. So right. that people, you know, can and that's always what our church was always about. We would, you know, just do things like that to be like, hey, we're not aliens just because we, you know, believe in God. The the area that that we planted this church is uh is really unchurched. Okay. Um so yeah, and, and that's how we grew. And we were, you know, we, my senior pastor originally, it was, a ch- we called ourselves the Church of Misfits. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd have guys on Harleys come pulling in, people of every shape, size, and color, you know, and it, that's what really drew me to it because part of the reason I, I was, didn't have a church background is I felt like I didn't belong. Right, when, right. You know, when I did try to go to some churches, I I was not felt welcome. I didn't feel like I was part of them. Right. And right. I was different. And this church was completely different than anything I had. And it, and it and they brought me to 
Christ and, and really educated me and I just soaked it all up. Um, and so, I mean, you know, tr trying to re reconcile that with, you know, I know God's, God's in control of everything, you know, and so he, he knew this was going to happen and, uh, it, it's just, it's, you know, going through it. You don't know what's going on, right, you know, right, right, and right. it can really make you question things. Like I said, I, I, it was my whole, whole family going through the divorce. They were the support for me and my three kids. I mean, when I didn't have a vehicle, they gave me a vehicle or they were there to get my kids somewhere. I was also going to school full time and working full time, you know, meals, whatever, just the support. Um, and then to have all that happen. Okay, so when you when you put the emotional part behind, mm -hmm. was it for the better or for the worse? I don't think I do think I do think it was for the better okay. um, going forward and the small group that remained. Everybody was all on the same page of the same purpose and okay. of, of, of this, I don't say of the same faith, you don't know who's, you know, but of the same like. We saw what was going on with the deal to get the school, there were so many things that were just falling into place that we couldn't have had control over. Right, right, and, right, right. And I mean, one of the things that while this whole split was starting to happen, our senior pastor was trying to do, because we did have like a, a turnover, we'd get new people that weren't around when we built the first building and that was happening, Right. you right, know? Right, and right. so we would try and keep all these pictures and make these grand slideshows and show people how God was faithful in the first, the first time with building materials and and labor and all that and how everybody pulled together and so they were really baffled when this time because I think excuse me the um building was just so large right um it was it, it was designed it was designed in the 70s there was a bit of a poor design I'm not going to say it was a perfect building um but it, it just was so much more. And so, yeah, the, the group going forward, we were all of the, the same mind. And, and as that happened, you know, pe people started coming out um, and, and helping us uh, with the building and donating their time. New members came in, they, they loved the mission. They saw it, they wanted to, they were coming because there was so much space to do things. There were rooms right. we didn't know what we were gonna do with, you know, and we had one lady who was like, I've always wanted to, to start a support charity for foster families, you know, and if I could use one room to fill up clothes and things that foster families need when they get children, okay. you know, it was like, great, you know, great, you know, obviously, um, things did change they did start they made an, an elder board where it's still considered a pastor-led church but because of what they saw they felt like the con previous congregation didn't feel hurt heard and so they did start an elder board and and kind of try and learn from what they felt were some big mistakes Right, right, um, right, right. In in the past, but yeah, much more united front really felt like, um, uh, and and yeah, the building there, lots of you know, God is working. He's he's getting things done that they didn't they didn't know how they were going to get done. Hmm. 
they just stepped out in faith, you know, and, and I am really happy for them. Um, I've just, my personally, I've just had a hard time getting, getting back into it. I don't know how else to, I just, I can't. And so I'm, I'm on my own journey of like, okay, you know, what does this mean? Where am I? Am I being led somewhere else? Yeah. 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 Um, well, we, but we yeah, need, we need fellowship you yes. know, regardless, you know, because yes. nobody's an island out here. We need fellowship right. because the, uh, the adversary wants to pick you apart. If he knows you've got no prayer partners and stuff, of course, yeah. we lean, we lean on Christ. Of course, that's true. Yeah. But you know, human beings are relational ship type beings. We, we mm -hmm. need that fellowship. We need that relationship with other believers. And, and I can understand your point of view, knowing that you've had people that you've developed relationships with, bonds with. Right. Now, all of a sudden, they've they went on another another journey. Yeah. When you're thinking these are your brothers and sisters and fathers and mothers right. in Christ. Right. And, and now they're gone. And, and it's like, right. Right. What, uh, what's going on here you know right yeah well and we we've sent people off on missions or just have decided that god is leading them somewhere else or they've had a job change you know and that was always sad but right, you weren't right. you weren't parting you know i don't want to say as enemies it was just you know it was so it was just cut off you're not completely cut off you can still right. have the option to stay in touch so but yeah, um, the, the church is, is thriving. It's still, it's still small, but right. the building is there and they're serving the community and they're doing what their mission has always been. And um, God has brought, you know, people into the positions, you know, any position that is, you know, gets left empty. They have really a really good team there and it seems very strong. And so I, I'm I'm very happy for him. I'm glad it all went. I like I said, I was very excited to get into that building. You know, I kind of had like a child's eyes of, oh, it's all going to be better. You know, because right, it, right, it's all right, it's right. going to fix all the problems that we have now. But you know, right, that's right, right. So and and yeah, it, it just didn't it didn't fix the things that I was struggling with. But um that that congregation is is strong you know i still i get the newsletters and the emails and and i can see their activity and you know and i do have some contact with some people from there um but yeah have you ever thought about going back there and just visiting i have uh i don't know uh I don't know, I, but th this, you know, I'm, I'm extremely introverted and I've been, it's, I've been thinking about it. Mm. Um, my, I, I will say there, there's kind of a whole nother, you know, I got married about five years ago. So my yeah. husband, my husband came at the tail end of this. Right, right, um, right. And like I said, between the split covid all the political stuff and the area where we live is predominantly white mm -hmm. um my husband is jamaican okay and he uh he doesn't it just is not it's not that you know he's used to a very charismatic church 
Okay. Okay. You know, and and I've we've we've found um, black churches in the city near us that we really enjoy. So we're actually thinking about. Um, they're just a lot farther than I wanted to go, but <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I, I we both enjoy them, and the fellowship was great. Um, and so yeah, we are part of it is just they're still kind of shut down for COVID. There's a, a, a elderly population in that church that you know, for obvious reasons, they don't want to risk. So it's been taking longer to for them to open up. So we've been doing services online and, and things like that. Okay. So fellowship has still been a little bit difficult. Right, um, right, right. But but yeah, I like if if the old church ever reached out and, you know, needed something from me, I wouldn't withhold, you know, I would I don't have a problem walking back into that building, but I feel like I'm I'm being led down a different road. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, there not there there to me there was no racist things going on. It's just when you are from an all white community and you've never been around other people of color, you don't even know like what you're doing that may be putting somebody of color off, <laughs> you know, when, well, that, when that you're in the congregation. That, and, that makes a lot of sense because a lot of people really don't understand that. If you didn't grow up around a certain culture, right. how do you know how that culture is thinking? So, you know. Right. Yeah. And you know. everybody was always, always very friendly, but it was very hard for my husband to feel more than than just like them being overly friendly and right, and he right, had a very right, hard right, time right, getting right, right, in there so yeah um but yeah so we're finding our way like i said COVID has not been helping um but we've been uh getting there thinking about moving more more towards the city to kind of get closer to these um communities and uh and be part of the congregation or, or so. find a multicultural church right. you know, that might be you know a better option of, yeah but what happened to the old building the building they left well that's interesting because we actually had a hispanic um church that was part of our church they bar they used our building they were considered part they were our church was called the crossroads right and right. so they were called I don't know the, I can't speak Spanish, but they they were part of the crossroads. He was their pastor was just another pastor on our team. And right. so they, they would have Saturday evening services. Um, and they we like gave them that building or sold it to them because it also had a parsonage on it. There was a, the house for the pastor to live in. So they bought it from us, but then they completely like severed I don't think it had anything to do with what was going on I think that was just the mission that had been discussed going right. you know in the beginning excuse me that they were going to they wanted to be completely independent mm. they kept the name but then once they had the building it was just kind of like okay we're going to be our own congregation and our own church and so there's there's they're there um, they are there where we were 10 years ago, mm. you know, and growing okay. and using because we left, um, we had upgraded some 
uh, material. So we left like all of our sound equipment and things like that right, right. Uh, there. So and all of our chairs and everything. So they didn't have to do that. But yeah, because uh, we had we had the, uh, the town where I was at that church. And then we also had a small plant in a town about 30 miles away. Okay, okay, that, that's good operated a uh, uh that formed out of the need of uh, needing a food pantry and paper pantry right and so all the people that came around for that then started their own services um out there and they've grown um too and they are still part of that church okay. um together so but yeah, okay. I, 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 if, yes, yeah, if anybody had reached out and said, you know, hey, we're doing something and, you know, we could, could use your help, I would have no problem. Right, but I, right, but right. I, yeah, I think that um, we're just heading down a different path. I mean, we're, it's a faith community and I really don't hold any grudges, you know. Mm. People just get moved in different ways. I mean, that's, well, that's basically true. what I've, what I've, my biggest lesson in this whole thing. You know, I've, I was always like, this is my family. This is where I want to be. But I always knew people will get called and I knew how tough that was. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and so I, I guess part of the reason just to get myself through it was telling myself, you know, maybe some of us are being so stubborn. We're not listening to God's nudging and. Mm you got to break the plates, <laughs> you know, I don't know how else to do it or yeah. to say it, but you know, I, I don't know. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of people took, take offense to that too. Right, 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 like, right. you know, God wouldn't split up a church, but he knows what we're going to do and he knows our hearts. Right. So, well, God has a plan. Yeah. And sometimes we don't see God's plan because we get caught up in our emotions and feelings and blah, 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 blah. Yep. <laughs> and then if if we step back and say, is fruit being produced from the new church? Exactly. And if fruit is being produced from the new church, then it was a good thing. But then again, on the other hand, I understand how you can have a bond with somebody mm -hmm. and now they done skipped on down the road because of a church split or because right. of, of something God had planned for the church. Um, right. Because we don't really know that because we can't speak for God, but God right. knows what he's doing. All we can do is kind of like uh, assume <laughs> right, one way or another, good or bad. But I think uh, I think you'll be okay in the long yeah. run. It's just a matter of uh, when God's ready to plant you again, you're going to know it. You know, right. cause he, cause we, we serve a God to speak, so yep. you'll, know, you'll know it. You'll be aware of it when it's time for you to you know, to move on and find another church with you and your husband and your family and stuff. Yep. It'll happen. The green light will just shine bright and you'll go, mm -hmm. hey, let's join this church. And, you know, mm -hmm. but that's one thing I can say is this is a lesson that you've learned in your journey. Oh, yeah. um, yes. And that lesson is people are not perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you got to give them, you got to give them room for their ability to make an error because everybody's going to make an error. There's, there's no perfect pastors, no perfect congregations, no right. perfect nothing. The only thing that's perfect is God, you know. Right. That's it. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, what was the biggest lesson you've learned from all this? 
Um, exactly what you just said, you know, I, I realized for myself that I, I put so much more faith in people because I could see them in front of me. And right. I, I, and the thing is nothing they did was, was bad. Like all the help they gave me so much support, you know, and I saw that as God's arms and he used them and that's what we're supposed to, you know, to do. Um, but because, you know, I, because I could, could see them naturally, you know, I, I put all of my trust in them. And so when that was taken away, I really had to re-examine where my trust really was and who it was in. Right, 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 right. So, yeah. Because your children were kind of like raised up in that church, right? Oh, uh, yeah. It was very hard on them, too. Wow. Um, yeah. My yeah, my oldest daughter were, and it was hard for me to watch. My my oldest daughter actually worked in the child care center with me, okay. um, and it was when it was happening because we had families that were leaving, and and their kids were getting wrapped up in it, mm. and they were saying things about me, and my daughter was hearing, you know, it was, and to to see her just break down and and in one of the rooms one day because she heard them say something about me or make an accusation about me mm. um you know it was it was really hard and and unfortunately yeah because she was she was strong she did uh start try and look around other places but um she's kind of floated off on her own you know faith-wise now um because yeah because we, that was our family and that's where i'm that's where i like going forward um just to try and find the place where that that fellowship family right right, right is right. is best you know in in your in your life so that it doesn't cause that you know because we we i knew on the surface i knew in my head i could say people aren't perfect we make right, mistakes right, i mean right. we had things happen and you know we knew how to resolve issues um but when you live something like that and to have you know things happen that were so strong and then pride gets in there and nobody wants to say or try and make anything right they just feel like it's easier to just cut and walk away that's mm. and you don't know how to deal with it and yeah my my oldest daughter is a lot like me <laughs> and so right. she took it very personally so yeah so was there any gossip involved during the whole process where people started saying stuff that's not true and just Oh, the yeah, the, the gossip wagon takes off, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, and that's exactly what what kind of happened. It was, you know, there was so many presumptions made about the senior pastor. They started uh, got um, saying things against his character, mm. you know, about this. You, you, saying things like he just wants to have an appearance of this or he and that's what I mean when I say you know a lot of the people that left tended to think they were the purse strings of the church like because they had they had businesses in right, the area right, right, right. and so the first thing they did was they threatened that they weren't going to tithe anymore and senior pastor was like well god if you're not, if you're not going to be a part of this god will find away you know this is what we did in the beginning and if god wants this to happen 
it will happen right. with or without right. you. Mm. Um, and so then that's when it would start with, you know, chopping away at his character and, and I, I didn't, I was so busy with the daycare and I think because I hate to say it. Cause like I said, he was like a father to me. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, I didn't hear a lot of it because they knew how close I was to him. Mm. So they knew if they said stuff to me, I was not going to have it. Right, right, right. And I right. and and so it was like they just went around me, and there were like there were little clicks forming. Mm. You could see it, and that's you know that's where it really came to a head. And then, like I said, then you then all of a sudden an email because most of the church communication. You would always like if you had anything to offer to pray for anything to put in the bulletin you went Mm -hmm. through the church office and they put it in so if you wanted to call a meeting about something that's how you did it well all of a sudden these emails were going out and they knew exactly who to send it to because i never got one of them wow but but that they were having a meeting in the youth group room to talk about the building Mm -hmm. and then we even put so the the senior pastor is like okay we're gonna put together this team building team to go through all of the questions everybody has all the issues and i was part of it because i ran the daycare so i could outline the needs of the daycare and why the building met it and what we couldn't do with the daycare as long as we stayed where we were okay but what ended up happening is uh, some of these people kind of ran, took the PowerPoint over. Uh, one of them was in the team uh, group, and she just inflated all of the numbers mm. of of repairs that needed to be done on the building. They really made it. They made it sound like as if we were going to um, use a con- like a construction company to just remodel the whole building. Mm. They even had somebody draw up fancy plans of completely redoing the building so that it wasn't, you couldn't even use the rooms anymore. It was just like gonna be like a big museum. They had all this stuff happening and then they put it Mm. up in front of the rest of the congregation and said, this is what they wanna do and it's gonna cost $3 million. Wow. And we're sitting there feeling like the rug was pulled on, on out from under us going, this is not how this is going to happen. We were going to use a section of the building at a time, you know, and grow as we were led, you know, and do the repairs we could do to get in the building. We had the money for that. Right, right. It, it just, yeah, it, they, they took it over and inflated it all to scare everybody. Mm. And then that's when it really took off with all, you know, and all the gossiping was in the, in the small Bible study groups because wow. we, we all met in people's homes. And so, you know, you just naturally, you gravitate towards those, those people because they're your people you meet with every week. Most of the time when you join a small group Bible study, you're joining that particular group because those people, you have something in common with them. Like we had one group that was all older people 
and that got really bad with gossip. I mean, it was just all of it was all infiltrated. And so it was to the point where senior pastor couldn't say anything else because they had uh, uh, they had everybody questioning his motives. And that's when he had thought to decide to just step down since he was nearing retirement anyways, to just okay. do it a couple of years earlier, thinking that if he took himself out, that it would that would take that equation out, but it didn't. They already had gotten so far, mm-hmm. you know, because then they just saw the assistant pastor like kind of as his stooge. He was just going to do his bidding. Right. It was really, yeah. So the bottom line is half the church wanted to stay in the one building, the other half wanted to go to the new building. So mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's it in a nutshell, right? Mm. Pretty much. That's the basic. Wow. And and that just split like and like I said, there were the things we didn't notice beforehand that we could have tried to heal before this mm. came up because we weren't paying attention. We felt so secure. Right, right, right. You know? well, that's, that's how the adversary works. He, he mm-hmm. can get people fighting on how somebody uh, opened up a can of Coke, you know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wow. Well, that's that's definitely a powerful testimony. And uh, I definitely hope somebody learns from this by listening to this testimony who may be experiencing a church split right now because um, they happen sometimes and they're never, ever fun to be part of. It's always nasty. It's just, it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And then you might this person might decide well i'm just not going to go to church at all i'm going to stay home and read the bible by myself that was the most devastating for especially our pastoral staff because our surrounding area is so hard to reach because unchurched people have such uh, preconceived notions before they come into the church and so then they're witnessing and it's a small town so people were hearing about this going on even though they didn't attend our church and so it was like to, to knock down, you know, the, the church before they'd even given a chance. And that was the most devastating thing. They did not want it to affect the witness right. in well, the what, town. What people don't realize is that the letters in the Bible are letters to churches with problems. Yep. <laughs> so churches have always had problems. Um, yep. But you would think the unity should uh, should trump the problems, you know. Right. The unity right. should be strong enough where people come together and and move forward with the new building versus, well, if I can't have my way, I'm just going to find another church, you know. Right, right. When you think the bond was there, everything was okay until the new building came up and now everybody's upset and they're going to join other churches and get integrated with other church systems and Maybe yeah. different denominations within Christianity. You know, you never know. Right. Well, I think I'll just be a Lutheran this week. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> Versus being part of the church that it was. So, wow. Wow. That's yeah. fascinating. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, that just goes to show that human nature never changes. You know, no. it just stays the same <laughs> no, regardless. But, but like I said, I think the will of God's will was done because if that yep. church is still is still teaching God's word and doing God's work. The will's done. His will's yep. done. So, yep. and he's probably got plans for you anyway. He's got plans for you to do something, something oh, somewhere yeah. in the kingdom because uh, uh, everybody has a platform in God's yep. kingdom. So, yep, exactly. And sometimes, sometimes he changes your platform. You know, yep. He might exactly. have one platform to train you 
for another platform. So, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, Chrissy, anything else you want to add before we end this episode? Uh, no, I, you know, I think we're good. Like, you know, just, you know, anybody going through a church split, just know you're, you're not alone, you know. And what I noticed going through it, too, those of us that weren't really part of all of the major issues that were going on were just stunned you know mm. and 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 just you just hold on it, it remind you remember where where your faith is mm, who your faith is in you know and that he knows what's going on and that you know it, you will come out you know and every pain point is growth so uh, that's that's pretty much it <laughs> wow well i gotta ask the questions i ask all my guests What's your sure. favorite book of the Bible? Oh, I like, um, you know what? Now, now my brain's going to do a, I know what I, which book, but I can't remember the name of it. Um, it's Old Testament. Uh, the one where it's, um, he says, basically, nothing new under the sun. Oh, oh. Uh, 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 so Ecclesiastes. Yes, Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. So that's been my favorite yeah. for for a while now. It's yeah. uh, it's it's it can be oddly depressing, but it's oddly comforting to me to know that there is nothing new under the sun. Well, that's so true. That's yep. true. That's true. So nothing new under the sun. Well, with yes. that being said, Chrissy, I really thank you for sharing your testimony with us and. You continue your communication with oh. God, stay in prayer, keep on reading scripture. I'm going to pray for your family and pray Great. for your healing behind Thank all you. this crazy church split that you had to go through. <laughs> and remember, Jesus is Lord. Yes, he is. But with that being said, you have a great day, a wonderful year, and you keep on pushing. Thank you. You too. Thank you very much. And thank you for being on Clergy Talk. Have a good day. You as well.